Welcome back to another episode of the Off Grid NFL podcast with me, Johnny Bisby, and James Fellows. How are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks, mate. Not too Good, bad. Mate. Busy Friday, you know. How are uh, you? Has, I'm all right, mate. Similarly, it's been a, it's been a long week, but all the better for seeing the NFL schedule uh, come out on Thursday. Um, it was actually my rookie dynasty fantasy league draft uh last night so right, right. it's quite a nice evening i had um yeah. i traded up I, I actually had i got to the final of our league last year but i managed to, to dwindle myself into uh to a, to a spot to pick at second overall Ooh. and i was I, I mean even on draft night, i was I wasn't sure what i was going to do jsn yeah. or gibbs i went jsn in the end um, okay. i was quite happy, quite happy with my haul um yeah also picked up tank bisbee uh, Tank Bigsby, sorry, that's my my surname. Um, <laughs> Bryce uh, Bryce Young actually fell to to nice. to, uh, to two ten, which is quite nice, and a couple of other uh, rookie yeah. wide receiver stars. So yeah, was, looking forward to it. It's, was um, Bijan taken one? He was indeed. He, he was, was indeed. Nobody um, saw that coming, did they? <laughs> and then where did where did um, and there was a lot of like a lot of flutter and a lot of chat about where Richardson was going to go, and I think that caused a bit of a, um, oh, yeah. you know, a few a few trades and draft that. But yeah, all it was a good day for uh, for Judge Judy, which is my fantasy team now. I think Judge that Judy. might <laughs> oh, keep an eye out for him. That might uh, need a bit of a change and update this year. There was um, there's been a couple of that like, irritable howl syndrome. I was like, well, that Ooh. is absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I just I don't want to play them. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. Fantasy is is back for for me, which is great, and obviously we'll be um, we'll be keeping tabs on our sort of fantasy football for off grid over the come uh, over the coming weeks. But back to the NFL, um, what's happening in in reality? It is obviously schedule mm-hmm. week this week. Uh, on Wednesday, we we heard about all the overseas games, the excitement from from the UK. Uh, and in Germany, see five games which were announced: um, two in Germany, three in the uh, the UK. Uh, and on and on Thursday, obviously the the big reveal of who is going to face who when with the Lions and the Chiefs facing off for the first game of the season on Thursday night football um, in in early September. That's a huge game, which I'm I'm really excited for to yeah. to see that. I mean. I remember last year um, when the Bills went to the Rams and and shocked them by, you know, just dominating the game, shutting down Matt Stafford uh, and the uh, LA offense. I'm not saying that's going to happen this year for for Detroit. Obviously, there was a lot of hype about Buffalo coming into uh, the new season last year. Um, they were you know pointed towards being the Super Bowl favourites last year. Yeah. For, for Detroit, they've perhaps not made the same sort of signings in terms of adding to that grit on, on defence. Um, they've really bolstered their, their, their offence. Um, and I think that should be a really good encounter um, in Kansas City. And, and you know, the Lions are creeping up the uh, the power rankings leaderboard. So, but yeah, should certainly see one of the new better teams in the NFC um, obviously testing themselves against the best. Yeah, yeah, I... I, I... I think you're right there. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm expecting something of a shootout there, to be honest. You know, like you say, it's more of a, an offensive slugfest um, in terms of what the two teams are best at. So I'd like to think we've got something a little bit, you know, we're going to get something high scoring. Um, and obviously, you know, week one, 
it's so hard to read. It's so hard to, even after you've had preseason and everything else, you know, you look at the rosters and you see who's fit and everything else, but you're bound to have a little bit of, a little bit of rust on there. And, yeah. you know, teams, uh, you, first week of finding the feet and everything else. I mean, we can point back to last year when you said about the Rams, you know, it was just a sign of things to come for them, really. Um, but obviously at the time, you, you, it's so hard to judge because the Bills were, like you say, regarded as a Super Bowl favourite and, and, were you know thought of one of being being one of if not the best rosters in the league at the time so it wasn't a huge shock let's say the biggest shock was how the rams played out the rest of the year um i don't think this game whoever wins you know it's i'm not saying it's going to set the tone or define a season or anything like that it's it's one game but it'll be interesting to see how the two mm. go at it how they line up you know what detroit look to do to try and um, expose a, a sort of rejigged Chiefs defence yeah. um, and what they can do with their new offensive firepower. Um, yeah, it should, 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 should be intriguing. Yeah, I almost think it's... it's If you're, if you're going to face the Chiefs, then, you, you, you know, you might as well face them on, on the very first week. Like you say, it's... That first week, if you're going to lose a game of, of, of football, it's better to do it early on. Like we saw with the Bengals last year, who started very yeah. slowly, had a, had a couple of defeats in their opening games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and were able to, to recover. So, you know, obviously we're really looking forward to, to, to watching that. But, you know, those first few weeks, all about finding your feet. Uh, I mean, obviously yeah. for, for, for me as a Jets fan, looking at our schedule, we've got a tough start as well. Obviously, taking on uh, the Bills. Um, in the the, the primetime game, uh, finally, we've got, we've got a yeah, fair few yeah. of them this year um, yeah. on opening weekend. Um, but we also play, I think, the Cowboys and the Chiefs in our opening four games. So, yeah, yeah. A, a difficult start, I think, for New York. Um, but like you say, I think it's just about finding your feet and testing and, you know, building that sort of experience for, 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 for later in the year. Our two teams meet, obviously, in, in week 10. Um, yep. You, how do you, how are you feeling about the schedule? It's always, it's always difficult to, you know, have some sort of reaction to the, um, yeah. the schedules announcement. But you, you guys are taking on the Broncos, I believe, first week. Um, yeah. yeah, how do you see that one going? And um, yeah, the start for, for um, Las Vegas. Yeah, we've, we've got a tough schedule. To be fair, we've got the first two games of road games. We're away at Denver, away at Buffalo, and then we're at home to Pittsburgh. Um, <sighs> It's really tough to judge. Um, you never really want to start with road games. I think you're always more comfortable in home with a home field advantage. But Denver is a place that obviously we're, we're used to um, and we've done well at the last few years. Obviously, the roster's a little bit different now. We've got new new QB and everything else and the Broncos have got a new coach. So it, it's really difficult to judge. I mean, the, the Raiders and Broncos, I don't see the them being a huge amount between the two teams this year. Um, obviously, I'm not really looking forward to great deals of going away to Buffalo on the second week. <laughs> um, but there we go. Uh, and yeah, like you say, week 10, um, we're at, we, your, your Jets are visiting Las Vegas, Sunday night football, I believe. Um, that's right. Another prime time. Yeah. I think, you know, you start getting, to, that's getting towards the business end of the season. I don't know about you, I mean, we are... We're a buy in week thirteen. We've been unfortunate, if you like, and I, I, I think it, where we've had very 
early buys the last couple of years and has sort of upset our momentum that we've had going into it a little bit. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, we've not necessarily been playing hugely well as we've gone into into buys the last few years. Um, so I'm, I am pleased that it's coming later on at the more, yeah. like I say, the more business end rather than like week seven where it's like, you know, you've got a long schedule then towards yeah. the back end, especially over Christmas and New Year and Thanksgiving and everything else. Um, and we've got a primetime game against the Chiefs on Christmas Day as well. So thanks for that schedule makers. That's, uh, <laughs> I know how I yeah. tell, the, tell the wife that that's Christmas Day done. <laughs> well, I, I completely agree with you about the, the bye week. The, the, the Jets uh, bye week, I believe, is, is, is week seven. And by that stage, mm. considering we're playing... I mentioned the Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills. Um, we also have to take on the Eagles in that space. I've got us down either or. We could be four and three, three and four. I really don't know how to call it until we see that yeah. first game against the Bills. But potentially the game against the Raiders could be, you know, at a pivotal point in the season for yeah. uh, for the Jets. We come back to play on the first Black Friday um, game uh, against uh, uh, the Giants. Uh, so, you yeah. know, coming back from nice. if we are if we are in a losing record to 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 to, to have a a nice New York derby, um, that's a must win. We face the yeah. Chargers as well before we come to to um, to Las Vegas. So, I'm really looking forward to the, that game. That's already one that I've penciled in, not just you know for the uh, <laughs> uh, the sweepstakes between us, but um, but yeah, I think that could be a, a really crucial game. Perhaps for the two teams as well. I've not looked closely at um, um, at the, the the Raiders schedule, but you know you could be in a very similar position if you you know you mentioned you have to play the Broncos in uh, a very similar um, position to you. All right, if you're going to win, you've also got to play the Bills. Um, uh, the, I think the Lions as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, the other divisional rivals were so tough. So mm. yeah, we could be looking at a very even record by that count um maybe that's just me being pessimistic about my jets but i think well in terms of the raiders i think you're being optimistic to be honest with you but uh, i mean we could be looking at you know obviously it can happen to anyone you can get to week three and be and three after those three games in it and then you're sort of scratching your head wondering is this going to be one of those long drawn out seasons but you know i think what you're really looking for at the moment, especially especially for the Jets, who are looking to, who are going to want to be pushing for the for a deep playoff run this time. You know, the early buy. The other thing about the early buy is it doesn't help you in terms of injuries. You know, if you get a late buy, you get that rest towards the back end of the season where you can get a few players back in, all rested and and you know a bit refreshed for the for the a, a difficult run in. You, you, it's hard to do that so early. Um, now, obviously, things can change. Schedules can move about. You know, um, teams can get bumped into you know um, prime time or, or you know. So, whilst it seems to be set at the moment, there are little tweaks that could be done here and there, depending on how teams are doing. I mean, I looked. There's four teams without a prime time game, and those one of those is the Colts. Uh, you've got the Colts, the Falcons, the Cardinals, and the Texans without primetime games. Now, sure, they're not going to get to the end of the season without the Colts being in primetime or Atlanta. It's just, it's, it's crazy to me. So, um, especially when you have 
I mean, the Chargers have got a team's t- tied with the most prime time games. The others are Chiefs, Bills, Cowboys, which is, is you know fairly expected. Um, you know, if the Chargers are not going so well halfway through the season, the Colts are, are looking pretty interesting, or the Falcons, though, you know, don't don't think that things can't get switched around a little bit. So you never know. You never know. I, I, it, it's really, really hard to look at the schedules at this time of year. Yeah. And, and, and you try and put in wins and losses and everything else, but it, it means nothing. You know, if does. you can get halfway through your season and you're anywhere near 500, you, you're thinking, okay, this could be this could be all right, but and even know, for the prime, I'm, I'm not even excited about the prime time games because it means I'll have to stay up for a bit, <laughs> a bit longer <laughs> over here. Now, so yeah, um, yeah, some some long... late nights prime time games really <laughs> are a slog. Yeah, I just I just enjoyed watching us on Red Zone. You know, it wasn't you know flick out the good bits and just ignore some That's of the bad it, bits. Yeah. But... But no, gotta, uh, it's gotta gonna be... love uh, seven hours of Scott Hansen to be fair. Exactly, he's, exactly. He's it's the the best is when you. Um, you have red zone and you've gone from like what six o'clock in the evening, hour time here all the way through to red zone. And then you're the prime time game. <laughs> 12 after that. hour day. And yeah. And then you, and then you've got, so you're up till like, let's say half past four in the morning, probably by the time it's done, if you get a, a you know, a pretty long Jeez, game yeah. and then you're thinking, okay, Monday, oh, I really should have booked this off. Work. Oh, absolutely. I think <laughs> there's then gonna you have be a to fair, get up and, yeah. Oh. There's going to be a fair few, Monday's booked off, I think, towards the start of the year, uh, particularly. Yeah. But, but yeah, very exciting. And even more exciting for us um, NFL fans in the UK is uh, the announcement of the, the International Series games. Obviously, yeah. the expanded Germany Series, which is which is great to see, um, where the Chiefs, Dolphins, um, and the Patriots and the Colts will all be playing um, in Frankfurt, um, but for London, we've got some some really good games actually. Um, obviously, you know the Jaguars um, return. They will play the Falcons in the opening game at Wembley. Um, before the Jags play the Buffalo Bills the week later in in, in the Tottenham Stadium, um, and to round everything off, uh, the Baltimore Ravens against the Tennessee Titans. Um, obviously. None of our teams are there, but I mean, we've had our fair share of the last few years. Yeah, I got yeah. to see my my Jets, and I, I think the Raiders were 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 back a couple of years before that. Was it? Yeah, a couple of years. Bears, Raiders. The, right? Yeah, yeah, um, and we've been a couple of times before as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, we've 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 been fortunate, and I I sort of you know I texted you with an immediate reaction the other day, and I know it was a bit knee jerk. I even said this to you. It's like hmm, the Jags twice, because just because we've been so used to seeing. Yeah, you know, six different teams. You, you you're hoping for for that, but obviously the Jags are the London team, the adopted London team, if you like. Um, and but they they are they're you know they could be a, a really intriguing sort of wild card kind of team next year. You know they were on the up last year. They made the playoffs. Um, mm. Despite, I mean, they came. I, I saw them in London last year at Wembley against the Broncos, lost to the to Denver, who had been playing terribly. Um, and the Jags looked nothing. You know, they looked a shadow of a team, really, really sort yeah. of not very well organized. Uh, Trevor Lawrence just was playing poorly. His receivers weren't playing great, and then something just clicked. You know, after that, after that trip, after that experience, I think they realized that. You know, there's going to need to be some hard work done here if things are are going to transform. And they really 
kicked up a gear or two than in the back end of the season. So I expect that to carry into this to into this coming season. Um, obviously, they've got new additions on offense. You know, the addition of or the additional return—I don't really know what you call it—of Calvin Ridley yeah. um, makes them a really much more dynamic um, wideout room and. You know the moves that they've done in the draft and the other additions that they've made. They should be they should be heading up their division. And by the time they come, okay, got tough games. Don't get me wrong. Um, obviously, they're they're used to to being um, to having that sort of travel schedule and everything else. And I, and I'm I'm assuming that where they play on October the 1st against the Falcons and October the yeah. 8th against the Bills, that they'll just stay in yeah. London. I can't imagine they're going to travel to and, f- to and from. That just seems seems unnecessary. Um, whereas, obviously, the two uh, the opponents that they're facing will both be travelling in on the back of whatever yeah. games they've had before. So they should be quite well settled um, and their opponents not. So that could be to their advantage. So... Yeah, really, really great slate of fixtures this year. Excited for the Germany games as well. Uh, after last year, the German crowd seemed incredible. Unreal, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, I'd love and... to get myself over. I think, um, well, obviously the change in city, but I know a lot about the Frankfurt. Um, yeah. Again, a huge passion for all things sport, Massive. a huge football or soccer or you know to, to, to yeah. say a huge football town um and yeah i'm sure they will embrace the nfl um when I it comes so. there for, for, for two games it, it, it's really exciting that you know another year where the international series has expanded obviously you know yeah. we don't have the uh, the mexico game this year uh, because of um, I believe the the Azteca um, stadium is going through redevelopments, um, yeah. but there's an extra game in Germany. The Jaguars will become the first team to play back to back games outside of the USA. Yeah, it's. I mean, I've sp- I've spoken a lot about it ever since I've started following the league. Um, you know, I've, I've noticed that the, the the growth and uh, the the way the NFL can attract people from from this country, mm-hmm. it's has almost seemed um, inevitable. I feel that a franchise will, at some stage over perhaps the next decade, relocate. Yep. Um, given you know how much Roger Goodell has uh, has said about. The you know how much he he's looked into exploring um, and how much you know is considered um, that this will be hugely beneficial from a financial point of view. Yeah. Um, do you do you do you think it's a realistic um, scenario that the league can function with, let's say, the Jags situated in London? Do you think it's a long term thing, or would it you know the NFL teams are so used to perhaps relocating um, or seeing other mm. teams relocate that yeah. um, that it becomes a viable option for, for, for a team to be in London? I think so. I think it would probably be on a trial basis for a couple of years. Um, I mean, Goodell has talked about getting division over to make the travel schedule slightly easier so that the four teams involved don't have quite as much travel uh, going on when they face each other. Uh, and But Goodell, just going back to what you were saying, he's been instrumental in, in really driving this since he entered the league. Um, I mean, okay, let me just 
I got, I'm going to take this just for two minutes and give you a little, it will give anyone who's listening a little history lesson. So you can just see how far we've come. So before 2005, the only way that you could get NFL really promoted abroad was via the American Bowl, which was the preseason games and they were sort of played worldwide. And we had NFL Europe as well, which uh, which was the sort of developmental league, which is like, uh, you know, like the XFL is now. But the American Bowl ended in 2005. Um, and, you know, then we, they moved uh, and had a game in 2005. Cardinals played the 49ers, I think, in, in Mexico. Um, and it was one of the first regular season NFL games held outside the States. But that must have been where they saw the opportunity. They drew in over 103,000 fans for that one game in the Incredible. stadium of Azteca. <laughs> I mean, it's it's in so that the, the call was there. The first international series game was then commissioned for Wembley. That was played in 2007, the um, Giants and the Dolphins. Um, It was aired on Fox and then a single game was held in London every year through 2011. So from from 07 to 11, televised nationally in the UK, but only regionally in the US. Um, And then in 2012, Goodell confirmed that from 2012 to 14, the Rams would play one of their eight games a year at Wembley, but they played one and then decided to cancel it. Um, they were then um, taken over by the Jags at that time. Um, they put in a bid to become um, tenants at London's Olympic Stadium, which is now West Ham's home ground, but they yeah. failed with that. And so they set up camp in. Wembley, which was at that later date bought out by Jags owner Said Khan. Um, November 2005 was when the league announced that they'd reached an agreement with the RFU England Rugby Football Union to host games at Twickenham from 2016 onwards. But then in 2015, just a little while before that, Tottenham announced that they'd reached a 10-year deal to host at least two games when they built their new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's not got any interest, more interest in a name since then. I can't come up with any. Uh, they obviously can't get any sponsorship or anything on that. Um, and but that wasn't due to open until 2019. So we had the games at Twickenham and Wembley for a while, and then um, 2022, the NFL confirmed the addition of the Germany games to the international series, with one game initially being held from 22 to 25. Um, and the Jags are still confer- uh, confirmed to play two ga- um, at Wembley, at least one game at Wembley through to 2024. So yeah. after next year, the Jags could move away from Wembley, maybe into okay. the Tottenham Stadium um, full-time. And I think if they were going to move over here, that would be their ideal home. Yeah. But how does that work with football with our football season, our soccer season, you know, because obviously that's Tottenham's home yeah. home stadium as well. Um, so whether getting a team over here means building a stadium, which is costly. Um, obviously a division makes things more difficult Then you'd need four stadiums yeah. because I don't think you can ground share four times. It's going to be really difficult to, I mean, unless, you know, Tottenham Stadium is brilliant in that, the football, the soccer pitch sits on top. The NFL pitch sits below yeah. and it wheels out 
to the side and then the NFL stadium comes in and up and is there ready to go. So there's no interruption between the two surfaces. A lot of, you know, there's no other stadium in the country that has that benefit. So unless somebody's going to be willing to invest and build that, or would we have to see brand new stadiums being built? I don't know. There's there's a lot of logistical questions. Of course. Easy for the Jags to move in though, I think. Uh, From 2024, that's where... I would look for the question marks being when their agreement with Wembley comes to an end, do they look to move into Wembley full time, which, you know, would work for them. Don't get me wrong, but I I don't think it's the best solution. I think better for them to play their games at Tottenham if possible, if they can work that out with Tottenham schedule as well. Um, I mean, it's it's obviously it's, there's, there's, there's so many logistical elements to this yeah. um yes yeah, so he can't i mean he was he was rumored to be on track to purchase wembley wasn't he uh, just a mm. few years ago for god knows to a billion pounds um so i th- i feel they would be able to build the infrastructure and it would it would happen relatively quickly i mean the, the game as a whole is becoming one of the more popular sports to watch um yeah. in this country that uh, just from looking at, you know, watching whether it be, you know, Red Zone or following Sky Sports in this country, the, the games, obviously, I know that the BBC's NFL show, which now in ITV, that had well over a, a million viewers a week watch that. Um, I'm not sure what the, the latest figures for last season were, but, no, you, you know, you, if you consider, you know, the, the same amount of people watching that, that was a huge, huge audience for um, a yeah. sport which, you know, relatively doesn't isn't you know isn't played as much as you more conventional sports you know traditional no, no, to, to, to uk and, and in europe so i think we're seeing obviously we're seeing across europe more and more sports for better or worse become much more franchise orientated which you know is is the the, the fundamental elephant of the of the nfl it's yeah. ultimately a business and it's it's there to make money <laughs> as, as as harsh as that sounds and oh, we've yeah, seen yeah. obviously with you know in this country with football the european super league how difficult that sort of prospect can be obviously you know different coming from yeah the us and I, building something here do you think you will it be acceptance you. oh i mean it's a really difficult one because you know you get the coaches who come over here and they say they love the experience and they love uh, you know being here and the fans are great and everything else one thing that will never be an issue is getting fans into the stadium if a team if a team relocates over here that'll be a packed house every week no problem yeah. you know you you try and get tickets for the international series now they they're gone you know they yeah, straight away within within half an hour to an hour you can't get anything yeah um so the fans are not going to be an issue. Convincing a coach to relocate, that's the, the convincing a team to relocate. And that's that's the big thing. You know, do they want to move away? Obviously, the travel is huge in the States at the moment. You, We see every year how far some teams mm. have to travel. You know, I know the Raiders a couple of years ago when they played in London, um, including that game and their other regular season games for travel, they were ending up doing something daft like over twenty thousand miles in travel. You know, that's a lot of traveling in in a short space of time as well. You know, we're not talking over the course of a full calendar year. This is 
you know, oh, well, that was 16 weeks at the time. You know, now we're in 17 with that extra game in there, plus your pre-seasons. And if you get to the playoffs, you know, it, yeah. can, be, it can be a lot. And <laughs> I think getting a division over here would make it much more viable because the travel becomes... I say it becomes slightly less, but then you are having to have, you know, a couple of teams a week travel over here from the States and the teams here travel over there for a lot of games as well. So it's really hard to know what would work best. I think they'll trial it with one team to begin with. And it's, you know, if it's not the Jags, I'll be amazed. Um, The fan bases here, you know, we've got, you know, good setups. Um, Jags UK um, have just run a jag what was called jag tag tag football yeah. event in the last couple of weeks obviously we've got the nfl academy over here as well that used to be in london is now based uh not too far from me actually in in loughborough uni um which is a good a really is a university of excellence in terms of of um sports um so and and we've got you know, and we've got players infrastructures here Absolutely, we've got you know players, you know Effie Abada, the the commanders, um, yeah. um, the uh, Baltimore Ravens. We've got David um, Jarbo. Um, yeah, we've got, I mean yeah. we've got plenty of players coming through from not just UK but around the world as well. And yeah, you know obviously you know the NFL cares about crowd attendance. You're always going to fill out a stadium in 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 the UK because. You know, the demand for it is is there already. Mm. I think the real wealth, for you know, comes from television licensing, attracting new audiences, yeah. um, which you know positions the UK is. You know, <laughs> it, it would be a huge money maker. Let's let's say um, and do wonders. I think for an individual team, particularly like a team like the, the Jaguars, who aren't necessarily one of the biggest franchises in in the States, you know, they, they, they have a good following, but com, you know, comparatively to, to some of the big ones, they, they yeah. haven't, you know, they, they can't match, um, uh, them in, in that sense. So, you know, to, 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 to attract a new audience and dominate, you know, viewing figures across the globe, yeah. uh, particularly, you know, obviously in Europe and, uh, the UK must, must surely be a, a, a huge business, um, incentive for them to move over here. But I yeah. mean, there's been, what is it? I think there have been a, uh, 10 teams, I think, over the last 30 years, 40 years that have relocated. Um, and, yeah, you know, we're not, we're not talking, you know, if I relocate from London to Brighton, which is, you know, 50 miles, say. We're talking <laughs> yeah. thousands and thousands of yeah, miles yeah. from, you know, St. Louis to Los Angeles with the Rams. Um the, the Oilers were uh, Houston to Tennessee. It's a long, long way. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. at least a few hours flight. So, obviously, the, the you know the the difficulty of travel, but relatively, I don't think it's 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 that much when you look at the the, the big picture. That the, the Seahawks are traveling over thirty thousand miles or something um, stupid this year to to, to go to yeah. their game. So, yeah, it's um, it. it it's, it's a really interesting one, but I, I feel that this, you know, the, the NFL in the UK gets bigger every year. And I think this year will be the biggest year um, in terms of, you know, uh, fan events, um, obviously games, uh, just really building up. It, 
you know, the, the the atmosphere last year was fantastic. Unfortunately, I didn't get to any of the games, but um, but there's a real sense that you know NFL is growing in this country, where you see all Absolutely. all the fans on on the streets. I was actually working at the London Marathon um, during. Uh, Comment which game it might have been the Packers Giants, and um, there were hundreds and hundreds of NFL fans gathered yeah. on the you know on the, on the streets watching the marathon yeah. who hadn't been able to go to the game but were you know just enjoying the the the, the day out and meeting yeah. with other communities. So yeah, I think that's you know that's that's what American sports fries on. It's um, you know the community sort of aspects um, definitely. And yeah, together, you can, which you can go to the London games and within an hour you've spotted every every team's jersey you know you found 32 jerseys and you've not even tried really you know you walk up from the tube station you get out and Wembley Way is like quite a long straight stretch towards the stadium um as soon as you get onto there you've you know you've probably already found half of the teams while you've just been traveling in on tube um, and then you'll get the rest within a few minutes once you step off there. You know, it's a real mixed bag, a great eclectic crowd. Um, but they are really passionate. They make a lot of noise. Um, you know, it's, it's strange because obviously we've got a couple of teams in the in the States where they, crowd, uh, they ground share. Obviously in New yeah. York, that New York market's never going to go anywhere. But in LA, sure. the LA fan base seems pretty good for the Rams but it's never been too hot for the Chargers mm. and the Chargers have struggled with a a, a committed a dedicated fan base even when they were in San Diego which which was better than LA in my yeah. opinion but you know could you see a team like that maybe consider moving um you know if they came over here along with or played more games over here along with somebody like the Jags they'd soon see that yeah, I mean, they'd soon get the idea of what a what a home crowd is if they are the home team. Absolutely, because even even yeah. though people go there following different teams, they always try and get behind the home team. You know, the Jags yeah, have made it their, made this their home now, and they've got excellent following, even from people like you and I who are not necessarily Jags fans. But yeah, you know, they put the merchandise out, they get the flags, they get of the course. scarves, they get the banners and everything. They leave things on the seat so you can really get behind the team. You, you want to get behind them because they promote themselves so well. And so the other teams must be looking at that and looking at that opportunity and thinking, yeah, there is something that we can do here. Um, a few years ago, of of maybe move, in fact, getting a game in China, I think that's going to be the next market that they try and exploit exploit sounds a bit harsh but um you know that there, there were games uh, there, there were games there in in the past in the um when we, what i was talking about before with the um the american bowl and the sort of pre-season games and stuff um yeah. you know china was in, in involved there and um, there was talks of a, a China Bowl plan for 2007 I think it was before it got cancelled so they know that market's there as well yeah. so the, don't be surprised if that looks to be the next next spot on the map you know that their new international um so the, the the home marketing areas of obviously yeah. the UK but I know there's, there's elsewhere in obviously Germany Spain I believe China might be one of them Australia there are a lot of you know places that are getting a lot of uh, a lot of attention in terms of you know marketing and and, and really driving new NFL teams yeah. to to those countries, and there are a lot of you know 
going back to the British sort of links. But there are a lot of franchises yeah. with other sport links. Obviously, Stan Kroenke, the, the owner of the Rams, is a um, majority shareholder at Arsenal. Well, f- for the time being, the Glazer family who are in mm-hmm. charge of Manchester United. But um, know, but they yeah. obviously have, 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 are in charge at um, the, the Buccaneers. Yeah. So... They're welcome to go back there, that's fine. The, the links there, it's all intertwined. But there are, you know, links there um, for, for for owners um, and incentives for owners to to perhaps want to to, to, to group um, teams together. For better or for worse, that is, you know, if, if, you, were, if you were telling, you know, a, a football fan in this country about the re- relocation of a team, uh, the amount of uproar, you know, we, we saw it with from a very minute scale comparatively to the NFL, but we've like Wimbledon moving to um, Milton Keynes um, and all yeah. the drama that still continuing between those set of fans and et cetera. So, yeah. but the NFL is complete. It's is, is completely different in my eyes. You know, the model of, of franchise makes it so much more marketable in that sort of sense. So, you know, we Absolutely. could see the NFL growing to, to, to 40, 48 teams in the near distant future. Um, if you know, that's, yeah. You want to bring in the best players. You want, you know, the best sort of competitions, and the, you know, the more money and the more people viewing, um, you know, that's that's you know, surely a no-brainer for the sport. Obviously, we had NFL Europe at one time um, with teams in in London, Scotland, uh, yeah. Germany, France, Spain. You know, in a way, I'm surprised that we haven't heard more about the potential startup of a of another league like that even maybe mm. not necessarily as um like as a developmental league for you know bringing players into the into into the NFL but just as a as an expansion um to test you know the waters of how well teams can do in terms of marketability and everything else now it's not going to be the same as an yeah. NFL franchise don't get me wrong but it could be one way that the NFL sort of puts dips a toe in the water to see how that does again, and then sort of maybe take that model and build it up and, and introduce mm. the NFL teams into that division and expand the league that way after after it's had some yeah uh, financial it is, you know, backing and success. It is surprising to me why that hasn't happened. Obviously, you know the, the pinnacle of the sport is. The NFL, which is played obviously the states and um, you know wherever, but uh, you know we love the game because we we well we love the the, the principles of the game. Um, we want to see the, the the game growing in this country, and you know I've been fortunate enough to go and watch local uh, American football teams. Um, you know, get involved and in, you know seeing the um, the players. You know, recreate you know some of those you know great plays that you you enjoy watching uh, on a Sunday yeah, yeah. but in terms of you know that I mean the odds of a non-American player making it to the NFL is incredibly slim and there needs to be more I think to do with encouraging or building the sport um, as a whole it's so difficult I think you know in, in, in this country with, with there's so many different options yeah. and the more traditionalised um, um, you know sports football rugby cricket etc um, but if there is anything that the NFL can do I know it's working very hard yeah. to get people into the game then then surely that's going to be a, a good thing and you know if, if a team was to move then surely that would increase 
you know, young kids wanting to try out the sport or, you know, go down to the local club and, um, um, yeah, throw, throw a pigskin around. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting. I can't wait for the, the, um, the, the, the games this year. Um, no. obviously try and get, try and get, get in the stadiums will be, will be a brilliant option. But, um, but yeah, do, um, uh, do look forward to, to, to seeing all the fans on the streets of London. Um, and perhaps maybe even get abroad as well. But, um, but yeah, the NFL yeah, is I'll growing. Over, do a little trip to Germany. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Like Oktoberfest. Have we done that before? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's something we're cracking. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I'm not sure if they do that in Frankfurt. Yeah, well, they oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure. But yeah, that's... I'm sure that even if they don't do that, the Germans are game for a beer or two. That's, that's one thing we can be sure <laughs> of. Those guys, uh, and the know how to have a good time. Oh yeah, that that stadium atmosphere between the the Bucks um, and the Seahawks last year was phenomenal, and I'd love to be a part of it. So uh, yeah, even uh, even after the game, you do. know, an hour after the game had finished, the, the fans were still in there going crazy. You know, they just loved the experience um, before, during, after. You know, it's it, it was huge. You know, and, and speaking about you know. The, the league, the, the NFL, the Europe league before, you know, the, the German teams, um, that were, that were involved, you know, the crowd used to go crazy for that as well. And the, and the Germans have been massively into the NFL for a They're long They're just huge, time. huge sport fans, aren't they? They're exactly, so passionate exactly. about everything. Yeah. And, and they commit everything that they've got into, into making these events as, as, as big and as bold and as, as loud as they can be and they're a, a, an awesome set of fans for that and you know if people want to watch anything just go on youtube and look up you know Borussia Dortmund's yellow wall and have a look <laughs> at you know teams like Frankfurt for their for their home games you know there's some incredible things that that go on in germany and you know the bundesliga it, it's it's incredible um definitely worth you know, if anybody is a, a soccer fan as well, worth going and having a, a look at those just to just to see what what it what it could be like over there. Incredible fans, and yeah, they'll be so excited. I'm looking forward to seeing as well if there are you know with the new initiatives uh, of going potentially elsewhere and having games you know in different locations in in Europe. Obviously, you know <laughs> we're at very early stages with with, um, with 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 Germany in just a yeah. second year, but uh, but yeah, it'd be awesome to see. I don't know the NFL in um, in Paris, Madrid, or uh, even down under in Australia. That would be uh, yeah, some spectacle. Um, a bit like you know, well, is it turning into a bit of like F one sort of thing? <laughs> Potentially one stage, you know, if you have different games. But obviously, yeah. you know, it's a diff- completely different. You have to learn and, and know about the, the the fundamentals as well in 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 the sport. And it is an American game at the end of the day. But uh, but yeah, yeah, if it continues to grow at the rate it does, then. It's uh, it's inevitable that we're going to have more international games and potentially international franchises uh, in the future. But um, so but in reality, we um, that's reality. Yeah, we can't wait for the games this year. Um, they the new season is slowly creeping up on us. We are what four months off now, less than four months. Yeah. Preseason is obviously going to be ramping up, so and we can't wait to get into it. But James, thank you so much once again, mate, for being the encyclopedia no of, of all knowledge. Didn't know you had all that locked away about NFL Europe. You must be a... Nah, just, you know, uh, yeah, I know a bit. I mean, obviously, you know, we've we've seen it over the years and, um, 
you know, I know from having followed the NFL, like when my when I was small, like my dad was following it. You know, he used to record the games, he used to record the games oh, on yeah. video um, on like channel four because there was only four channels back then as well. Yeah. Sort of super late nights. Um, <laughs> used to be might get one game a week. You know, now thanks to Sky, um, especially things have grown hugely and the accessibility for the NFL is much better for us over here. Um, it's much easier to follow. Obviously we, you get, you can get NFL game pass for, for Europe um, and for any, for worldwide as well. But I have got NFL game pass yeah. in Europe and you've got the games on Amazon as well now where, you know, it's just, you're able to access everything one way or another if you want to whereas at one time we were really really struggling um despite there having been a bit of a calling for it especially back in the 80s you know we you know the nfl was was huge over here in the 80s and it did take Mm -hmm. a little dip in the 90s but i think that's just because we couldn't get it you know we couldn't get access to it and if you you know what's you can't access something you're not really going to follow it that much you know going on some people aren't going to know what this is but going on teletext and having a look how the scores were doing every monday morning from the night before was was that was about it that's all you could do you know yeah. we didn't have the internet and everything else so it's it's awesome where we are now um you know really quite um humbling to think how easy to access it is you know literally yeah. i just go downstairs turn it on and put nfl game so i can watch anything any game at any time whenever yeah. i can go down now and watch games from years ago i can watch hard knock series from four years ago i can watch the <laughs> super bowl again if i want to it's 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 great it, it's uh, brilliant the nfl is is an awesome product and and what it's done is incredible in in making it accessible worldwide so yeah long you know, may it we continue should be, we should be really grateful and yeah exactly long may it continue i agree yeah, it's it's only going to get better, and uh, yeah, we're, I mean we're all for it. We uh, love the sport, love the league, and can't wait to see it back for twenty twenty three. But um, that's it for today's show. Thank you very much for listening. Let us know your thoughts and whether you think a franchise in the UK or overseas is realistic, and whether you think it will happen over the next decade or two. Yeah, we really want to hear your thoughts on this one. Whether you agree with it or not. Um, because you know it's obviously it's going to be a touchy subject, but it's one that I yeah. think is going to be uh, you know coming around the corner very soon. But um, but for now, thank you so much for listening, and um, yeah, we'll be back very soon with um, more hot takes and all the latest news and opinion from across the NFL. Take care.